There have been some high-profile ransomware attacks in recent months. For example, the March SamSam ransomware attack in Atlanta is reported to have cost the city $17 million for a $51,000 Bitcoin ransom. Shouldn't they have just paid up? I'm Nick Holland, and today I'm going to discuss best practices for paying or not paying ransom with Aviva Lightan, Vice President and Distinguished Analyst at Gartner Research. Hi, Aviva. Hi, Nick. How are you? Very good, thanks. So, Aviva, what are you seeing with your clients in terms of ransomware attacks, and, and what do you tell them? Nick, we are seeing ransomware attacks continue to proliferate. So while the new strains are leveling off, ransomware attacks overall are going up. They've gone up about 100% since about two years ago. And our clients that get hit are taken by surprise, and it's obviously not a good surprise. And they call us asking questions from what do we do and how do we pay? So they're completely caught off guard and they're not able to cope very well because they've just lost all their data and they're not sure if they should pay, not pay, and if they do pay, how to pay. So what we try to tell them is, well, first of all, definitely practice good security hygiene and put in place good protection, good detection so this doesn't happen to you in the first place. And secondly, make sure you continuously back up all your files and test those files to make sure they're there. I just had a client that was hit with ransomware, paid the $12,000 that was demanded with the help of his IT staff, and then he had outsourced that, and then found out that the company he used for backup could not bring back those files. I'm still trying to get to the bottom of that, but he was told that it's too dangerous for them to touch those backup files. Uh, so this business, it's a small business, they lost the eight most recent months of their backups and it's essentially impossible to run the business. He may just finish and hurry up and liquidate his business at this point, which he was planning to gradually do. So it was a real trauma, but the bottom line is we advise our clients to practice good security hygiene and also to back up the files, but it's important that you test those backups uh, and that you have a very solid agreement with your backup provider if you use a third party because you want to avoid what just happened to one of our clients. It was awful. Of course. I mean, that's, that's catastrophic. So, I mean, when should you and when should you not pay ransom? Yeah, on that one, the other thing that we should talk about is how you prepare for payment. You should always try to avoid paying ransomware. First of all, it's unlikely to succeed for you at least a third of the time, and some observers say up to 80% of the time where you'll make the payment, and you won't even get your files back. So that's one reason you don't want to make a payment. A second reason is it just perpetuates the crime. The bad guys will just keep doing it because they know they're going to get away with it. So that's the cons of paying the ransomware. The pros are maybe 20 to 50% of the time it'll work and you'll get your files back. Uh, so to me, the cons definitely outweigh the pros and you want to avoid paying altogether by having reliable backups. Also, there is a service a lot of companies don't know about called nomoreransom.org. So that's nomoreransom.org. 
And this is a, a consortium of companies, law enforcement, and also uh, McAfee and Kaspersky, some other organizations that got together and they have a technical service where a victim can submit their ransomware file, you know, the encrypted file, and the organization will try to decrypt it. So this is an online service. It's free and it's very useful. And I can't give you a percentage of how often it works. Um, but it depends on the strain of, of ransomware. So if this is a well-known ransomware, it's likely to work. If it's not known, then it's not likely to work. But, you, but victims should definitely try that free service before they engage with the hacker. Now, if they decide to pay, they've got to contact the hacker. And a third of the time when you contact the hacker, the address they give you doesn't work. Uh, McAfee found that out in some research they did where they went and emailed all the hackers' uh, email addresses from the ransomware notices. A third of them were completely invalid. But let's say you do get through to the hacker, you can negotiate with them, and you can tend to drive the price down if that's the route you want to choose. So that's, that's good information. Thank you, Aviva. Looking at, obviously, what happened in Atlanta, I mean, that cost the city $17 million for a $51,000 Bitcoin ransom. It, it seems like a lot of the uh, criminals in these instances are pretty amateur. They're not asking for huge amounts. And then on top of that is, you know, again, the, the ransomware, as you say, is kind of mitigated by solid data backup and recovery. So with that, are we going to see a pivot, uh, do you think, from crypto locking to crypto jacking in malware as, as a more stable and reliable means of payout for cyber criminals? I think the criminals are going to keep doing what they're doing, and they're also spreading their tactics, as you indicated, with crypto jacking. So, uh, you know, using people's computers to do mining or taking over their wallets. There's a new uh, brand of malware out there. I think it's called Combo Jack. It is called Combo Jack. That tries to steal cryptocurrency by changing data in someone's clipboard. Uh, so there's always going to be a wide range of threats. Ransomware is not going down. The amount attacks are actually on the way up. It's the new strains that are going down. As you indicate, the criminals are doing other kinds of techniques now. So it's not going away. And one of the things that struck me at the beginning when I looked at ransomware, I always said, why are they only asking for $1,000? Because uh, that was pretty much the average until... Sam Sam and some others started asking for up to 20000 or fifty or 64000 I think was the largest scene so far. It's because they want to get paid. So they realize if they ask for too much money, they're not going to get it. So for example, this business I just told you about that got attacked, they did ask them for $12,000 in cryptocurrency. And uh, the small business was able to negotiate it down to 8000 um, Now, small consolation, because he couldn't get his files back from the backup company. Uh, but he, you know, it didn't take hardly any time to negotiate the price down. But he said that if the price had been too high, he couldn't have paid it. So that's why they keep the price low, because they want to succeed. So that would be an interesting study to do uh, price elasticity when it comes to ransomware attacks. <laughs> You're right. 
in the case of Atlanta, by the way, that $17 million, I think a lot of that was just to secure the systems, which they should have done to begin with, and they wouldn't have suffered the attack. So, and the other thing to note that even if they had paid the $51,000 that was requested, it doesn't mean they would have succeeded to get their files back. Their business could have still been disrupted. So it's interesting, though. There are some crooks that are better than other crooks that are more reputable. Uh, as I mentioned, McAfee did that study of all the email addresses. A third of them didn't exist, but the other two-thirds actually had good help desk operations, uh, and they were much more honest, quote-unquote, in terms of, yeah, you pay us, we're giving your files back. Now, I wish there was a reputation service for these hackers so we could know which ones could come, would come through and which ones wouldn't. Something like a, a dark, better business bureau or something. Yeah, exactly. So thank you, Aviva. Thank you, Nick. It was great talking to you. Uh, that was Aviva Lightan, Vice President and Distinguished Analyst at Ghana Research. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Nick Holland.